0: This is the Flames Up Close Podcast with Ryan Leslie in partnership with Metro News. Yes, indeed. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Flames Up Close Podcast brought to you by our good friends at Metro News and... We wanted to bring you obviously something a little bit different this year, a little bit more uh, Flames coverage and content, up close and personal conversations with members of the Calgary Flames. Today, we want to show you and I guess tell you all about uh, Chris Versteeg. And uh, the player, as we know, who is from southern Alberta, grew up in Lethbridge, was a member of the Hurricanes, worked his way into the National Hockey League, has been a bit of a journeyman, and it's been a bit of a journey right up to the point where he was a two time Stanley Cup champion and now a member of the Calgary Flames. So without further ado, here is. Chris Versteeg. All right. Great to have you. Chris Versteeg joins us here for Up Close. Uh, thanks for doing this. Uh, I can't imagine what kind of a whirlwind it's been for you the last little while.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, a heck of a few months. It's been a lot of ups and downs, and but I think it's, for myself, it was just finding a home in the end, and uh, obviously it worked out to come home. Yeah. I, coming home, I again, I can't imagine what that must feel
0: like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit today about the journey that you've been on because i think this
1: is your seventh eighth team seventh team. this would be i believe my seventh playing yeah. for but i was drafted by boston yeah too, so yeah it's uh, eighth franchise yeah
0: a lethbridge guy who you know you talk about uh, being with seven nhl clubs eight if you include boston just tell me about this journey you're a two-time stanley cup champion mm-hmm. so you've had the highs of of you
1: know the pinnacle
0: but you've you've gone some places to get
1: it yeah well it, it didn't start out easy um uh, you know, I got my opportunity in Chicago and kind of made the best of it. And obviously with the cap and being what it was and the team we had in 2010, had to move on. And uh, the ride kept going from there. It was just uh, you go to Toronto and we didn't quite uh, have a playoff team. And uh, you get pushed to a playoff team and Phil- moved to playoff team in Philadelphia. And then you kind of go there and another shakeup happens. So it's been... Uh, and then I land in Florida for three years. So it, it's, it's been... Um, a lot of ups a lot of downs a lot of tough injuries along the way too but in the end it's all been worth it that's the hockey side of it let's
0: talk about that the pinnacle that we mentioned a moment ago and, and when you won that stanley cup in 2010 with chicago you're obviously forever together with those guys and things change obviously you understand the business side of it but take me back to 2010 when you guys were were winning that stanley cup
1: and you were playing with greats yeah and and what, what did that mean to you well, for myself, first and foremost, it, it felt great to be a kind of a, a key piece of that team and a piece that, uh, you know, playing in the playoffs 19, 20 minutes a night and mm-hmm. and, and feeling like you're a part of that, that's something that, uh, you know, when you're a part of something and you, you contribute to something. Uh, Dean Lombardi actually said it last year, you, you worked. 20 odd years i was 23 at the time turning 24 and uh, you work that long to only have a high last probably two or three hours and that uh that excitement and then uh then it's almost washed away with and you start over again so that 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 feeling you get that two to three hours after winning the stanley cup you're you feel immortal you feel uh because you've done it with people that you care about and you love too so it's uh it's amazing you can't even really put it into words does it change you it did yeah it definitely so? i think i always i I, I don't know if it changed maybe at times maybe for the little bit of the worse personally because I, i i you almost think you win the cup and you think your career's over and uh you're like well that's it you know and you realize that life goes on the next year, and you got to get back at it. And I was pretty young when I won, so I learned kind of the hard way. And uh, but it, in the end, I think it's all about uh, evolving and becoming a you know a better person and hockey player. And I and I've tried to do that. And that spotlight
0: shines pretty bright in Chicago, doesn't it? You've gone yeah. through it twice, but but you learn a little bit, I oh, would yeah. imagine, along the way because that's a big time town.
1: Yeah, and it's it's a. Uh, I mean, I was there. When Chicago had eight thousand fans in the seats, and uh, then you go there to selling out, you know Madison or Madhouse on Madison—they called it back in the day—and uh, winning a Stanley Cup all within three and a half years. So it was uh, it was a journey to the top very fast for a team, and and we had a lot of celebrity, and the guys didn't quite know how how to take it, I guess, at the mm-hmm. time either. And it was a town that uh, really relished the team, and and uh, we just grabbed it with them and and we all kind of ran together with the fans and we had a great time
0: Hey guys, Ryan here, just taking a quick break to tell you about Metro, the official media partner of Flames Up Close You can find the Metro newspaper all over the city every weekday and you can also check out metronews.ca for the most complete local news in Calgary, as well as some fantastic national, international lifestyle and sports coverage Metro is your essential daily briefing. Okay, let's get back to the conversation and and I was just talking to your former teammate and now teammate again Troy Brower, about you and he said oh you got to ask him about his singing because the celib- we've seen it I mean we can find it we can All dig right. it up and see you singing and and the weddings that you perform at I mean what where does this side come from
1: uh liquid courage I think is the the main thing uh, we all have it, yeah sure. we all I think everyone when you have a couple you know you, yeah. you find yourself a little bit more but it's always been something uh as a joke you know especially in Chicago with the guys you would always go out for a couple of drinks and go sing karaoke is as, yeah. as a team we do it we did it a lot and um that's kind of something after we won Sharpie and me talked about doing and um he kind of led me into it but uh <laughs> and then it kind of ran from there it was kind of throughout the whole season I mean I remember I at the start of the year, Adam Bursch with Sarah Spain was, we're talking, they were talking about how I was doing it a couple of times with the team and Adam Bursch kind of put me on the spot. So I did it and that's, that's kind of where it all came from. But, uh, it's all been there my whole life. It's all about just, uh, having fun and enjoying it and really, uh, more so just to annoy a lot of people, too. I've always kind of been a person that tries to pick at people a little bit, and sometimes it annoys my, my family or brothers, and that's kind of just who I am.
0: Uh, it's frightening how similar we may be. Um, so, But the rap side of it, too.
1: Yeah, I think that was... Uh, it's Can just, you give me a little? Well, you know, it's more for celebrations, and, and plus I'm... Wait a minute. Wait, uh,
0: you've got a new team. Yeah, but what, I, what, I, the I, family's
1: coming in. I know. In. That's, uh, I, I always yeah every team I go to always asks me to do it and it's it's kind of something like I said it grew from from way back in the day and I've kind of slowed down since I've got older and I've tried to I've tried to just uh instead of um doing it and and having the aura of it wear off I like to do it when when the time is right spontaneity I get it so now that you're here uh
0: I mean everything brings you to this point uh so what what does this mean for you and your family to be playing in Alberta? We mentioned you're from Lethbridge. You had the PTO up in Edmonton. Who cares? Most importantly, you're here with this club. What does this mean to you and your family?
1: This means really everything. I know when I signed, my grandparents were crying and my mom just because uh, it's kind of their time to uh, see me play close to home and it's something special. I've been away for uh, a long time and uh, especially it wasn't even like I was playing somewhat close to home. I was on the East Coast and way in Florida and You know so it's uh it's been a it's been a long it's been a great journey but it's you're away from family a lot and personally I'm a person who likes to be with people and be with my friends and family so it's hard on me and uh so for this I think it's uh it's a very positive situation and uh growing up I've I'm so proud to be from Southern Alberta and I I mean I talk about it all the time and I try to give back as much as my time and 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 things I can to the to Southern Alberta sports or charities or whatever it may be it's just something that uh, I I feel is my duty is a bit and um, it's just, it's exciting to come here and now finally play in front of people that I've supported and have supported me Yeah,
0: and I know you've mentioned it, as you just said that you've got you no problem talking about southern Alberta, I remember covering you in, in junior with the Hurricanes and uh, and then that was so near and dear to your heart as well, there was a time that you were looking to purchase the Hurricanes, you yeah. wanted to remain very active in that community
1: yeah and that's still something till this day that, uh, uh, you know I, I know KISS is doing a great job down in Lethbridge and uh, Doug Paisley, the president, I know them very well. So just kind of being, uh, talking to them now and seeing that the club go in the right direction as, as it should be, is, is amazing to see. And it's exciting for me. I know at a a low point of the the club's career, um, me and a a couple guys really looked into purchasing uh, purchasing the team and we are very serious about it. And, um, I'll always remain as long as there's uh, people interested with me. There's always a piece of me that wants to be a part of the Hurricanes in whatever way it will be, and that's mainly just to be a part of my hometown team and, yeah. and help it grow. Because, uh, you know, Lesbridge is a small community, and it needs, uh, it needs people to help push the kids up and out of there. And it's, uh, you know, not v- much money funded there for uh, minor hockey sports, and people do their best to try to get their kids through. So it's... Uh, It's a community that needs help, and hopefully I can help with it. And it's a great point. You say get them up and out of
0: there, but yet giving back and and sort of remaining in that community, giving them opportunities, and then being able to put back. Yeah,
1: exactly, and uh, that's something that uh, I'll always try to do, and especially just even with kids, I... I know I talk to my friends or just trying to call a kid who plays in minor hockey and Mm -hmm. and reassure him that he's doing well or just always trying to uh be there in the summertime when I train and talk to kids and pull them aside and just also joke around and have fun with them it's just who I am and uh it's always who I'm going to be so um but southern Alberta is uh obviously my home and it's it's everything to me what were you like growing up in Lethbridge As if maybe this is
0: an Uh, extension of what we uh, all were like, but what
1: what, what stands out? What were you like running around in Lethbridge as a kid? Exactly, running around. So it wasn't, uh, I'm sure if you talk to people around, it wasn't a... uh,
0: Were you uh, hell on wheels Yes, I
1: I was hell on wheels as as you can expect. It wasn't uh, easy for my mother having three boys and, um, you know, uh, trying to do her best and my father as well, and they... uh, you know, I, if you know my dad, you know that uh, his boys weren't going to behave very well. So uh, it was a learning process each and every day for me. Uh, I got in trouble and always wondered why. But it's uh, it's been something that you look back now, and I, I always kind of made things a little more difficult for myself than maybe I should have. But uh you know, I, I look back and I, we never had anything. We never had much, never had money, never had anything. And if it wasn't for people like my grandparents, uh, you know, at times buying our skates, I never would have been able to play the game. So I also don't take a lot of things for granted. Uh, I do make, you know, you make a lot of money now and you make a lot of, uh, you have celebrity and stuff like that. So you definitely try not to take the situation for granted and you try to be humble around people. But, uh, Yeah, I never was given anything, so I'm proud of that, but I was definitely uh, hell on wheels, as you'd say, as a kid. What's it like
0: when you go back? Are you uh, Chris Versteeg, or are you Chris Versteeg, the hockey player? Are you that little, that guy who everybody uh, knew and was annoying as a kid? What's it like when you go back?
1: I, I think everyone sees me maybe in a different light. I mean... Some people might like me, some might hate me, some, yeah. you know, obviously friends and family I hope love me, and that's kind of where I sit with them. I, I, treat, I try to treat everybody the same, and for the most part, if anybody knows me, I'm going to give them the most time I can and um, try to be as humble as possible and talk to everybody. And, uh, but that's just, it's just who I am, so I, I try not to change, but, I mean, you can't, you know, you can't make everybody happy.
0: What's the, the proudest moment you've had on the ice? I think I, it may be obvious, but for you, maybe there's
1: something that goes along with it. Yeah, well, the, the Stanley Cup was, it's it's always so special to win that, but I think it's uh, it, it, the proudest moment is, uh, I think it was the warm ups of the Stanley Cup finals. Um, really? It's hard to explain. Like, winning the Stanley Cup was an extremely proud moment. and
0: But because you didn't know at that But point, I didn't know at you, that it was point. right in front of you? Yeah,
1: and it right. was, I remember stepping onto the ice and, uh, the, the crowd was sold out for warm-ups and just skating around, and there's an Eminem song on that we all played. Uh, I, or I played for the warm-ups. I did the DJing for the warm-ups. Uh, which, which song it was it? It was Not Afraid, it was called at the time. And and I remember skating around, and everyone was kind of like, holy crap, we're here. This is the biggest stage in hockey, and this is what you play for your entire life. And I still have a, a visual in my head of Patrick Kane skating by me, saying, oh my God. Just really? and it was So everybody felt Yeah, that. and it was just... Uh, it was just uh, an experience where we are all kids we all hung out together every day uh we claim most of us came together from the minors uh and then we came in the NHL we were best friends and uh you end up winning a Stanley Cup and still to this day we all have a, a special connection we most of us hang out in the summer if we see each other we still talk on the phone we're still all completely close friends between lads bufflins all of us we're all family friends and uh so it's just it's amazing i know we got a wrap it up here pretty quick but how do you bring that here
0: to Calgary it's one thing I'm sure to tell these stories and I think it probably goes a long way hearing it from a guy like yourself how do you you, there's a little bit of organic that has to happen yeah there how do you kind of you probably see pieces I know you've talked in the past about there's some similarities in the pieces here in early days of Chicago so how do you maybe help foster that along
1: here well, I think it's a lot of it, like you said, is organic and it's very natural. And you, you generally see it within uh, just team chemistry and uh, just how guys care for each other and how they get along and how uh, winning obviously helps everything. It's uh, it's something that really can bind some teams. And even the, the losing and going through a tough team can even make you tighter if, uh, if winning in the end is where you want to be. So um, you see bits and pieces of it in every room. It's just about. Uh, in the end of the day just just getting the wins i think and then finding a way to do it every night and i think with that comes cohesiveness and comes uh a bond that uh it's really great and it comes from culture it's a culture change you know you you see it today you see a culture change and how they want to think and how you want to act every day and it's something that uh creates at the top and they pass it down and and we have to take it from there and, and i think you have it in every room it's right there it's just whoever kind of grabs it
0: you like your new team
1: it's been great yeah it's like i said about every hockey dressing room i have no complaints about any room i've been in and this is no different geo's an amazing captain and well respected throughout the league and playing against him each and every night i don't know me and him have had battles and um
0: Awkward. Now
1: it's <laughs> now it's being on their team, and thank God I'm you know battling with them. So uh, you see the special talents and draw and I've only seen it for a short time, and Monaghan. Monahan, and you see the guys just throughout the lineup that are going to be great players too, and Bennett. So it's there's a lot of things for Flame fans to be excited about. I'm just excited to be here right now, and and hopefully help out as much as I can.
0: Hey, great stuff, and on behalf of Flames fans everywhere, welcome home, and uh, good luck this season. Yeah, thank you very much. Alrighty.